it's important to set like really like high goals for yourself and like I don't I think Todd is like really shooting for me to try to do that um which is really cool um and I'm gonna need a lot of like his own input because the 50 free is all about the minor changes you know it's like very small drops um and I think like someone's just gonna have to like I don't know <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna you broke about you broke 21 a couple a few times welcome to social kick I'm Brian Lundquist we got the full crew Dr. John Mullen Luke Paddington and from the east coast of Charlottesville Virginia Gretchen Walsh what's up Gretchen Hey guys, thanks for having me. Good to see you. Okay, so um, intro rapid fire. We pulled the audience. If you want to send us questions at Social Kick Swim on Instagram, we got a few from the audience here for you. What is your currently most streamed artist or music on Spotify or wherever you stream music? Oh gosh, uh, <laughs> well Spotify all the way. Um, but. I think recently it's been the new Daisy Jones soundtracks. I don't know if you guys watched that show, but I've been listening to that and Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Morgan oh, yeah. Wallen. Yeah. Oh, speaking of our, our uh, rendezvous in Palm Springs, you got Stagecoach coming up. I wish he was playing that. I don't think he is, but the country lineup was pretty fire. Um, okay. <laughs> oh well there's coachella's going on right now but then they have the country version stagecoach that's right after it and, oh uh, nice and that's and that's this weekend uh so i was just i was just looking at tickets would love to go but uh don't think it's gonna okay uh who's your favorite character in mario kart toad toad all the way uh all right last one what's your go-to order at bodo's Oh gosh, I don't really see the hype around Bodo's, um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm kind of like, I just like any kind of bagel with strawberry cream cheese. I don't know if that's like weird, but <laughs> that's what I like. For anyone who doesn't know Bodo's, they are advertised on their website as the best cheap date in Seaville. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you need it, if you need a date spot with average food, it sounds like <laughs> from Gretchen's some recommendation. Some people love it. Some people don't see the hype. Hey, look, I understand. Some places are just overhyped. That's how I feel about In and Out. I don't get the I don't get the all the fire oh, around In and Out. Just yeah, that's good. I agree. With Come you. on now. It's I don't know. Gretchen good. thoughts on In and Out. It's kind you of like, like Shake Shack, though. So. I, but it's much it's much less expensive than Shake Shack. I think that's the big that's difference. That's true. That's true. So, you know, enough, I, I don't know. I definitely I get it when I'm around. So okay, all right. What's your go-to order then at In and Out? What are you gonna get? I don't get the animal fries. I feel like that's what most people are like dying to get. Um, I just get the nor. I don't. I don't really know the names. I haven't been. I've only been twice. So I just get like. Do they have like double cheeseburgers? I think that's what I get. Yeah. What do you got to order it? The double double? Is that the way you order it? I don't Maybe. know. I did have my first, I did have my first Shake Shack experience with Luke actually recently in Boston. So yeah, I was, Good. uh, I, I was impressed. I, I didn't really understand what all the hype was about, but, uh, I ran the Boston marathon. They gave me a free burger. So what, you know, I can't. I can't complain about that. So he, he ran a marathon. He fueled on burgers at Shake Shack. His whole family from Georgia who never been to Shake Shack before. So I'm like, you never been to Shake Shack? I'm like, yeah, we're Chick-fil-A people, man. What's going on? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, while, while, we're on the, while we're on the post-meat hype, what's like a celebration meal for you? What do you withhold uh, while you're on like training diet and then you splurge and it's like no rules? Let's just let's just get after it. She just said she goes on a, a date to Bodo's apparently. It's the place <laughs> to go. Come on. Date. A really yeah. cheap date at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, I honestly like don't, don't cut anything out of my diet ever. Like – I kind of eat whatever I want, but because there is no Panda Express in Charlottesville, whenever I'm not in Charlottesville, I will get Panda Express. Interesting. Okay. Panda What's Express. What's the word? Uh, double orange chicken with fried rice. Brian, what did Bruno tell us? There's no cheat days, man. You do no cheat days. That's what Bruno Fratus told us. Yeah, we asked, then- Bruno, Fratus, we asked Bruno Fratus that question. He goes, let me ask you a question. Do you have a do you have a cheat day in your marriage? 
like, <laughs> like that's not why would you have a cheap <laughs> cheat day in your training diet I'm like, okay. touche <laughs> yeah um gretchen what's going on lately um so you popped a 24 something and uh 53 recently what's uh how's how's the switch to the long pool been um yeah it's been good i'd say so we like, took a week off after nc's which was very much needed um and then we kind of started getting slowly back into the swing of things i did a lot of like aerobic training just to like get used to the long course and like build up like an aerobic base um and then we had the time trials so like i mean it was fine but i feel like i could have also done without it but but you know i've over the years i've had to um just kind of like get used to like that first meet and use it as a chance to practice my races because i haven't swam since i haven't swam a long course meet since uh august and like late july so um I feel like I just tried to like use it as a chance to like be like, oh, this is how this works. Like now I I remember now. Um, but yeah, we have our next we're doing like another time trial in Richmond, I think like the 13th and the 14th um, of May. So I'm going to some like the same kind of events there and hopefully slowly like see a progression. And um, yeah, I've been making a lot of modifications recently, which seems kind of like late to start doing that. But um, Todd has had a lot of ideas on how to like make me a better long course swimmer without all those underwaters. So um, I'm trying to implement all that right now. A lot of people might hear that and go, okay, what can really be the difference between short course and long course swimming besides the underwaters? But like it, it can change a lot, as you know, especially as a, a, a freestyler. Well, that's not, it has nothing to do with freestyle. This no, like stroke length can change and the race strategy mm -hmm. can change. So like, what are, what are some of the things that when you, when you say like, oh, okay, this is what this feels like. What do you mean by that? Um, well, I guess when I say that, I, it's just so they're totally different races for me. Like when I compare like the 50 free short course versus the 50 free long course, like you're talking mm -hmm. about like just a, straight like sprint like there is no turning around you know um and like it definitely takes I, I don't it doesn't even take more strategy it's just like there's really like you just gotta go you know there's nothing you have to think about you only have to anticipate the wall coming um and mm -hmm. I think like for me the most different race is definitely the hundred free because I like find the 100 free long course to be more similar to like the 200 free short course um i think it's like by far the most painful race i do like ever and that's kind of why for a while i just hated it um but i've definitely learned to start loving it again and like something that i've had to be working on with that race is like my stroke efficiency because like i really rely on my underwater short course but like long course I need to rely on my stroke um and I've realized that you know I swim straight arm a lot um and apparently I'm like the only one that does that and it's not really main like you can't really maintain that for a whole hundred free long course um so I'm trying to start doing some bent arm freestyle and it's actually going really well so I'm excited interesting evolution Go ahead, yeah. Luke. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you know, what mental cues do you put in place in the long course? So obviously in short course, you know, you're going into the wall in the fifth day. Like, I'm going to the wall. Let's, let's jam off this wall and let's nail this on the water as I come home. Or you're long, or you're, you're 100 free. Let's work this third 25 because I'm about to come in and bring it home. So you have mental cues, short course. Yeah. What mental cues are you doing at different points in a race in the fifth day and or the hundred? Like, are you at the halfway of the fifth day? I'm like, here we go. Let's go straight on. Are you, do you have cues in your head? Like, all right, Gretchen, let's do this. Yeah, I, I think I use like the 15 meter mark the most, um, at mm -hmm. least in the 50 free, like that's my cue to like turn it up, you know, like I need to accelerate into the wall. Um, and honestly the same with the hundred free um, with that. I think like definitely the 15 meter mark going into the wall like something that I need to work on is like accelerating into my turn because um 
like I need to use that to get off the wall and like kick to 15 meters um, underwater. So like trying to make the most out of that. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, the last like 37 and a half of a, uh, of the hundred free, it's more just like, I just gotta go. Like I gotta get to the wall. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Um, I, when I do get to the 15, I'm like, Oh my God, it's almost done. But, um, yeah, I think that whole last 50 is just like one very difficult build. Very difficult. I wouldn't even consider it a build. It's more of a die, but you know, I'm trying harder (laughs) as I go. It's a hold on, right? Got to hold yeah. on. Yeah. Well, back to your point about working on the Ben Arm freestyle. Have you and um, maybe Coach Todd? I'm not sure if uh, Ono has, you know, been behind this or kind of putting his. I'm sure putting his thoughts on it as well. Have you figured out, you know, how you're going to use that? And perhaps I'm assuming it's a hundred race. Um, you know, is it during the last five meters, ten meters, kind of like where? Um, almost the opposite of like what Nathan Adrian would do or put his head down and go straight arm at the end. Or how do you see yourself envisioning the bent arm stroke? I think the bent arm is like more focused towards, I would say the beginning, I guess, like Nathan, um, because just because it's lighter on your shoulders, um, it doesn't cause as much strain. And um, I struggle with, you know, like, as a sprinter, it's like, it's really hard to finish a hundred free sometimes. Um, cause that's, that's a long sprint and, um, anything that will kind of like help conserve energy, but like not slow me down. Um, I'm looking for like all those kinds of little tricks. So I'm, I'm going to at least try it out, um, for, I guess the whole thing. Um, but yeah, when I, when I start putting my head down, I like to go straight arms. So like the last, like eight strokes at the wall will probably be straight on. Um, <clears throat> speaking of like race tactics and uh, I'm curious what you think about this, this new rule with the uh, backstroke finish. Do you think that this whole idea is just, uh, I keep seeing these Instagram videos of people testing out uh, going underwater with five meters to go with the flags just because so they can sweet. like, have you seen anybody try that? Have you tried it? Uh, do you think anyone's actually going to try to do that? Cause it looks so slow. Yeah. I mean, like I've definitely heard of it and um, someone like explained to me how, cause I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, why would you go back underwater? Um, personally, I don't think I'm going to do that because by then I'm like gasping for air. I don't think I need to go back under um, after spending so long under the water. Um but I would be very curious to see if people try it because I, I can't imagine like going back down would be beneficial. I don't know. I can't see I, that I, it would. It is, it is strange for me to hear somebody who's a 48 to 100 short course backstroker and with 15 meters solid off of every wall say that you might not be able to go back underwater. Uh, but <laughs> I think out of anybody who could do it, you could do it. Maybe that's where the nose clip really helps too. Uh, actually, I know, you know, you don't race with a nose clip, do you? I don't know, yeah. but I, yeah, that would help. No, that would help. No, I think, I think it's weird, but I do think they should really call it a rest rule. Just like Lochte got a rule. I feel like, I feel like Justin, need, we need to cement his name into this, this rule. Does he do this? Like, no, but I think that this came about because of the overturned DQ when he won a oh, world title, but he got DQ'd right. and then they came back because his whole body was allegedly submerged. And then I guess it got successfully appealed that it wasn't submerged. Yeah. And they're like, let's just get rid of this whole thing. This is stupid. <laughs> like, you know, let's make a rule yeah. so that this isn't a problem in the future. So um, I feel like if it's. Because I'm sure he wasn't actually trying to like be totally underwater. I feel like obviously he was still going really fast, and that's totally fine. Um, but I can't, I, I can't really see someone like going down at the flags and spending that long. I don't know. I guess <laughs> yeah. it depends on how tall you are as well. You're pretty tall. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, let, let, let's jump into the underwaters. They're not bad. They're okay. Um. <laughs> 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 let's. Uh, how, how do you guys kick off the wall 
sideways and then transition on your back for backstroke? If so, how many kicks do you do on your side? What are you working on? What are your cues for your underwaters? All right, push my chest and make sure my up kick is good. Like, what are your cues and what's your technique? Are you a side, side, side for six and then rotate and pop up? What's going on um, in backstroke? Yeah, in backstroke, I'm like all on my back. I don't, I think that's where I am fastest. Um, I'm recently Todd has been like, oh, you like you're faster on your side or something. I don't yeah. even know. But I think like I'm most comfortable on my back. So I do like all 12 kicks on my back and like I definitely train to do 12 kicks underwater um even though off the start I can't do that many or else I'll get DQ'd um but I my cues are I don't really have cues I definitely like count them out in my head every single wall um Mm -hmm. like I'm constantly counting throughout practice like strokes kicks everything um but I would say that like especially this year we have been working on like you said the up kick like utilizing both directions of your kick um because yeah I think that like not that I didn't do that before but um if you like take advantage of the whole thing um I think that's helped me a lot because my kicks have definitely gotten like a lot more powerful since like or over the last couple years so um yeah yeah totally you mentioned the start and that's one thing in swimming where we're like, so uh, I think spectators, when we have such great views of the 15 meter mark, we're like, that person went past 15 meters. This person's going too far in every big competition now, especially in the 50 back. We're seeing people that are really pushing the limit and often look past it. Do you think there should be any changes with, you know, officiating or like, I don't know, like the old school, the, the rope falls on people if they go past 15 meters or things like that? Um. I don't maybe nothing like that, but <laughs> get the yank out. Come on. People do need to just kind of like at least spectators need to like kind of leave it to the officials, I feel like, because a lot of people like read comments and they'll be like, oh my gosh, she totally should have been disqualified. But it's like, well, if you like actually read like the rules, it's like the back of your head, you know, like it needs to be up or something. It's very specific, but um I think I think like it's important that people are like kind of pushing this because it, it would be so cool to do like a 50 underwater race. I feel like that yeah. could be a really interesting. I would be interested in doing that. I um, think you would be. <laughs> yeah, I think I would do well. What would you go? What would you go? What would you go? Yeah, like 50 underwater. Short course. Both. I want to um, both. 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 <laughs> I have to like figure out the turn a little bit. I guess I could just come right. up. Um. Wait, hold on. on. Is this a uh, from a, Luke from a backstroke start or from a uh, block start? All right, let's just go to fastest. Running dive. <laughs> What's the fastest fifty you can go, and would it be all underwater? John and Brian, do you think she breaks twenty going a freestyle start all underwater? Would she break twenty? No. 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 Okay. Not today. Not yet. I'd have to practice not it. Because not yet. All underwater. Yeah, the turn is a uh, is an interesting point. Yeah. No, you're, yeah. you're a good kicker, I but I'm not giving you 19 just yet. Yeah. I don't know. See. Yeah. Okay, but I'm with you. I do it think would, we should I do think this. It would be faster than my 50 free, though. I do. Yeah. Think that. Yeah. 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 I do think that's a, that's a good. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day because, well, A, uh, first of all, I'm glad you said it because it sounds like uh, the comments from you at NCAAs were on your radar at least because I I had more than one person texting me during the meet going, is she going past? And it's like, I don't know. I can't see. And who can? Like, you can't tell. And it's close. If it's close, then like, what, you know. Everyone's close. Right. <laughs> I mean, they have a camera right there, but still, it's hard to say like where the actual break of the surface happens, right? Because like we all love those sick photos of somebody like right through the breakout and the water's right. still on your head. Like everybody I loves agree. looking I at love those, those. But when is it actually broken and when is it not? I don't know. So, um, but 
there were a lot of people who commented to us during NCs about like the underwater, how the sport has just evolved into all underwater. And um, that's certainly, I, I think we've reached a new era of underwater swimming where it's so important in all the events and not just like backstroke and fly where it's like traditionally you see the most underwater stuff. I mean, you had like Leon at the men's meet going at least 12 and a half off every wall in a 4 a.m., you know, and like you, yeah. your whole team and you guys are going 15 off each wall in a 50 free. And it's like, you know, you're just looking for the fastest way to move. But I actually wondered if it'd be better if you had like a, a 12 and a half limit except for the start. Like, so you get 15 for the start, but you get 12 and a half off of each other wall and there'd be more swimming involved. Like, no. I feel that like would I would be... like it detrimental to my <laughs> detrimental to you i know yeah but i would um, not i would not vote for that to pass so i have long course for yes there you go <laughs> okay you know, so oh go ahead luke no 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 i was just i was just saying it's about time they bought some technology into swimming you know i can't stand that the nfl use chains chains to measure where the ball is and yardage why can't we put sensors on a ball why can't we put sensors on a cap that can definitely tell at what point the surface got broken. Couldn't you get sensors in there? Bring some RFIDs in there. Where I think we're going to Im- embed a chip in your head. No, it's in a cap. That's all. Here we go. <laughs> all right, move on. But then you would need sensors for like a lot of different things because there's people get True. DQ'd for like all kinds hand of stuff. Hand sensors so, for turns. Hands, and... Yeah, I was about to say that. Flinch. I mean, that's like more obvious, but still, Flinch, like people yeah. like will get that overturned. Okay, so as a backstroker, you'll appreciate this, especially if you ever swim outside. Can we at least get some consistency, even on windy days, with where the dang backstroke flags are? Yeah, <laughs> it's when so I annoying outside, to get. It's not good. Man, you swim in a pool where you know the wind's blowing, or uh, you know maybe it's just like a, a rec league pool or something where they don't have any accuracy and the flags are way off. And everybody's had that moment where you go to do a turn and you're like, oh, you almost eat the wall. Yeah. No, I feel like I've been swimming so long that like if the flags are even like an inch off, I will notice it and I will say something Um, like inside, inside the AFC or we swim at the AFC. Um, But I every time I swim outside, like if. I have to like prepare myself before the race and say like, okay, which way is the wind blowing? How, like, am I gonna have to take another stroke? Am I going to have to take off a stroke? Um, It's all in the moment, but I definitely have to think about that because it's, you never know. Yeah. A lot of things to mentally plan for, for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, Flag technology needs to change as well, don't you think? Don't you think there must be a better way than flag technology? Flag like, tech? Yeah. yeah. What do you want to have, Luke? I don't know, but it's the same plastic stuff that you have at Independence Day parades, it feels like. Like, sure, there's something different. <laughs> or maybe it's cool. But I guess it could be like a laser or something that doesn't have any impact by wind or wouldn't move at all. I don't know. Obviously, what, if it's a laser yeah. outside, you wouldn't be able to see well, but something that is not affected by these things we're talking about. Exactly. I do think the point about infusion of technology into the sport, especially to police, it would be a lot better. I mean, I think like minimally having underwater cameras was in in addition, but oh, I don't yeah. know. It just seems like I don't, I haven't been close to it, but it seems like the protest sort of process is, is strange. Like you can get DQ'd and then it seems like people get DQ'd, they get overturned. The, the margin for error i mean who can actually judge if you're standing at the turn end and watching as an official what's happening underwater in the lane it's so deep like that's the worst vantage point to be able to have a clue what's happening underwater and yet those people are tasked with having to make these calls it's like nah let's just get rid of the officials on deck and make it all on camera i feel like that would be better yeah i mean it also, it's kind of hard because a lot of officials, like, aren't very young. Like, they're not they're, they're not at their, like, peak, you know, sensory detection. Don't offend Luke here, all right? He's getting up there, too. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, they, you could definitely overturn something. You're like, if you're like, wait, no, this is what I see. I don't know. Um, 
It would be thought, interesting to add more technology into it, but I think the flags should stay the flags. Okay, get it done. But but I would push for, for different cameras. So your reel that we put up of your hundred backstroke has almost a half a million views already, and it's it's your hundred backstroke with some cool music, what have you. But it's because a lot of people are like, "That's not swimming. It's underwater. We can't see what's going on." I'm like, "Well, let's evolve the sport." so that we can have more cameras underwater to see how exciting the underwater is. And like if NCs have a stream of what it looks like and, and just have more cameras, don't you think? It'd be nice yeah. to have more cameras seeing what's going on in the water. If that's what it is. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I love watching like the underwater part of swimming. I feel like that's one of the coolest like vantage points when I'm watching like the Olympics or something. Um, because sometimes when people film, like, you can't even actually see what's going on, you know? Like, right. either they'll, like, zoom in on one person or the angle will be, like, during the 50 free, everyone just side by side next to each other, like, <laughs> from the pool deck. I'm like, can't, can't even see what's going on. No. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that that part could evolve. And, yeah, I think at least the people who are criticizing – the underwater part of swimming they would appreciate to see that Agreed. there is being work done under the water too <laughs> it is swimming i like yeah. this idea if you had a chip in the cap how you could track that during the race though so like if you have a big screen up where you're showing the live feed of underwater or multiple camera angles and at the same time you can track based on maybe head position not that that's necessarily like like if, if you're racing Maggie in a 50 free, obviously you two have very different builds. So it's not just on where yeah. your head is, but like, you know, um, I think that would be cool though. If you could have some sort of like marker or indicator and track it as the fans, like who's in the lead and how much are they in the lead during the race and who's right. closing. And yeah. I, mean, I still have that for a little. I they, have, yeah. they have like the world record line, you know, mm -hmm. And then they also like have like your meters per second, like kind of trailing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Now we're talking. Kind of interesting. I think it's kind of interesting, except for nobody ever tracks meters per second. Like, when in your training are you like, okay, we're really got to dial in this hundred speed at X meters per second? <laughs> yeah, like no. <laughs> I would have no idea. Um, okay, I this one's a bit of a right turn, but left turn which one is it i don't know but this just happened in triathlon i wanted to ask about it in swimming because uh big big news with this um this guy who got busted for taking epo in uh in triathlon and like epo's what was rampant in cycling and you know the in the lance armstrong era and okay. um and like it, it's pretty uncommon in that sport to get busted for drugs but like i it was an interesting reminder for me because for the most part, I differ from my runner friends or friends who have been in the sport of cycling where like they see a great performance and they're all um, they're They kind of immediately go to questioning whether or not that was sort of drug influenced, you know, and like I was just thinking about this um, before talking to you going, well, like we see a performance like yours at NCAAs and like there's no thought in my mind that's even close to, you know, what, what drugs is she on, you know? And, um, and I'm thankful for that, but I'm curious as someone uh, like at the elite level of swimming, do you think that swimming has a doping problem? Like, does that ever cross your mind? No, I mean, at least like not in America, like the people I know, I feel like we just like, we're all in the drug testing pool. Like if you were doing drugs, you would get caught, you know, like, um there's really no like getting around that um i think usada does a really good job at making sure we're all like very like clean in the sport um i don't really know how it works on like the world stage i guess mm -hmm. fina does their own drug testing um but i mean only when it's like a crazy like out of this world swim am i like wonder if they're doing drugs <laughs> i don't know but it's more of like a joke like i hope they're not because like yeah that would just be i don't know it puts like a bad name to the sport and just like uh, yeah 
everything. I mean, it's hard not to think that. Like, just to, I mean, the elephant in the room is you just had, you know, this girl go 217 and a two breast and like, yeah. you know, I don't know, but that's a big swim. And as a, as a fan of swimming, I would love to be able to look at that kind of performance and just go like, like we have everybody else, like study what they do, what it like stroke length and rate and her meters per second. How many meters per second <laughs> is she averaging? Yeah. But, um, but I have to, I mean, admit, you know, I might look at that and go, well, I don't know about like the history of your country and that's, you know, a big yeah. jump. And so maybe, I don't know, it does, it does call it into question to a degree. And, and actually to that point, I mean, you know, as Americans, I think we're a little bit jaded too, because Phelps in his era was so dominant, but like outside of the U S I don't think you ever heard it in the country, but outside of the U S then we would get, I would get questions from international people who would go like, what, what, what do you think he's on? Or like, he's yeah. doping for sure. Right. And it's like, yeah. Whoa, what an interesting perspective. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't think so. That. I don't know. I have no it's idea. Lance Armstrong is right off the Lance. Lance was always yeah. able to finish his races really strong. Lance on that climb yeah. in the Tour de France, Lance would just go past everybody. And Michael did that kind of stuff, the same kind of characteristics. So there was the, the Lance messed it up, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm curious, Gretchen, to hear like your take on uh, not your take, like um, what's it, what's it like now? What as as someone on the national team and like getting tested at NCs and then like whereabouts forms, like what can you just like explain for us what the current state of uh you know, the whereabouts forms and what the testing protocol is, is like, um, especially because you've kind of just started to get into that in the last few years. What's, what's yeah. it like now? Um, I'd say like there hasn't, it, it's not very advanced. Um, <laughs> like the technology <laughs> we use, I would honestly rather just have someone track me. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then you have to wear your cap all the time with the chip in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it Putting in the whereabouts, though, it's like if you do miss a test, you're just like, oh, uh, like, darn. Um, it That's always tough because you, you just, like, blame yourself. And it is your fault, technically. But, like, you didn't know. Um, but I would say, like, for me um, – I haven't had like any like horrible experience drug testing. The first time I was drug tested, it was like very bad because I had no idea what I was doing. Like I was 15 mm. years oh, old. Oh wow. That's so like, young. Yeah. And that was before I was in a testing pool. That was like just out of me. Cause I, I got last in the A final and it's so <laughs> random. So, and I was like, I literally don't need to be here. <laughs> like, Okay, I have to share. We just before you got on, I was sharing with these guys. We talk about drug testing. That I the same exact thing happened to me, because normally for people listening, uh, a lot of times what they do, and I, I was curious, Gretchen, to hear if this is still the case. But usually they test the winner, and then they pick one other random from the A final to test. And that happened to me once at U.S. Nationals, where I got eighth in the final. I had a garbage final swim. And then that guy comes up to me and I'm like, what do you want? It's like, oh, you got selected for drug testing. I'm like, I just got eight. I had a shit swim. And yeah. <laughs> Thanks for kicking me while I'm down. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. I mean, in the moment, like I was so young and I like this was my first time making a tea. I think this was going into junior pan packs. Um, so I was like over the moon and that <laughs> night just got ruined. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say like putting in your whereabouts is like it's very it's almost like an ancient app. I swear it's very hard to do. Um, so I think a lot of us would agree that we would just like to be tracked. Um, but obviously, like I don't really know like the security issues on that. Um, yeah. But I honestly like don't get it, it is so random. Like you never know when you're going to they're going to show up. So I kind of just like put in when I'm going to be at practice and like one hour that I'm going to be at home every day. And um, I kind of just like hope for the best. Cause I can't, I can't put in every single address of every single place I'm going to be every single day. Like it's just too much. Um, and uh, they, there is like a 60 minute window that like they either will or will not come to you during. So um I don't know. I give them 
a very like rough draft of what where I'm gonna be so um yeah but I I do think that like everything that I'm doing even if it might be like tedious or whatever um it is like for the betterment of the sport um Mm -hmm. and just like who we are as like a nation uh I don't I would rather do this than have any kind of person Mm -hmm. say like have like be questioning if we were all like on drugs or something you know yeah i mean enough people think you're going past 15 shoot exactly (laughs) yeah so um what is the most embarrassing activity you could be caught doing when a drug tester shows up if they just tracked you instead of uh just doing the 60 minute window thing um i don't know I is mean, it recording okay, recording like a tiktok video stories i've heard um like well some people literally get they get tested while they're on vacation like this person had to go to a like they were on a yacht and they had to get <laughs> the person had to come out to the yacht that's not like i don't know who this actually happened to it's just like a story that it's fun talking to the drug testers sometimes you know like hearing <laughs> their memories um one time I was like watching Outer Banks and um, my tester joined me for like 45 minutes and we just watched Outer Banks while I drank a lot of water. Um, I think there's a lot of embarrassing things that could be happening, you know, like you can say anything and they'll interrupt you. So, yeah. What happened to you, Brian? I, mean, I, I walked in my kitchen at 6 a.m. in my underwear, and I was like, there are two old people outside my window knocking on the glass. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing I mean, here? all right, like, whatever. So uh, this might this might be TMI, but I had a – I so – all right, I'll tell this story publicly. Fuck it. So um, I <laughs> – I had a drug tester show up once and you know, sometimes you have the same drug tester who uh, comes a lot. So you get to know who they are. And um, so, but there was a drug tester who showed up and he had sort of an apprentice and it was maybe his niece or something. And um, so there was like a young girl with him and um, like she was helping paperwork and do all that stuff. And, you know, as it, if people don't know how this, how drug testing works, um, it's not like they just hand you a cup and then you go disappear like they have to walk into the bathroom with you and they see all of your parts and you have to go in front of them and so it's it's i mean especially with like gretchen you talk about being so young introduced to this process it's like it's pretty awkward (laughs) yeah um so I had I had this drug tester show up at my house and there was like a bathroom downstairs and uh, I'm like, I don't have to go yet. And then I'm like, hey, let's how about we go use the bathroom upstairs? <laughs> and he's like, OK. And we go upstairs and I'm like, I got to be honest with you, like. I, I, I got to, I kind of got to poop. <laughs> I, <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to go. And like, I honestly, it was one of those where like, I don't think I can pee without actually going. And like, as a guy, usually you're standing <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of an easy process, but that was the first time that and only time that ever happened to me that I'm like, I, and he goes, well, why don't you, why don't you try standing up first? <laughs> and I was like, okay and i tried and it didn't go so i was like all right i gotta sit down i guess so i like sat down and just you know what happens when you go and i'm like started going right there in front of this dude just like staring at me kids have ever done that but that was uh for sure the most awkward thing but i didn't want that happening in the downstairs bathroom where like everybody could hear including this like young girl he brought along (laughs) so there's that oh my goodness now Um, the whole world knows now well what are you gonna do that's that's how that's how this thing goes so (laughs) um okay so i'm curious about uh the just like we talk about ncaa's a little bit and i I wonder like what you think about um what might kind of help swimming take off i just thought this was an interesting um thing when luke and i were in knoxville uh at the meet walking around in in knoxville and like you don't you can't tell that there's the best showcase of athletics in the world 
until you see like NCAAs is on the sidewalk right outside the pool. But if you're walking around Knoxville, like, no, I mean, to be honest, like no idea. And I, I love that town, but it's like, people have no idea what's happening at that level of sport. And that would never happen in another sport. I mean, I actually was talking to uh, David Marsh, um, who was my college coach now on the staff at Cal at that meet. And he's like, Hey, like there are more Olympic medals that will come out of this single meet than any other single NCAA championships. And that is amazing. And I thought, you would have no idea if you were like, it's just a random person walking down the street. How do we like, you know, kind of grow the, the spectacle of what's happening here so that everybody knows and sees and appreciates this. And we talked about some of this with like the big screen and the underwater camera, but I'm just curious, like there was a DJ at NC's that was cool. But like, what do you think, what, what do you think um, would kind of help the sport grow and help grow awareness for like what's happening at that level? Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely, like, a hard thing to think about, just because, like, swimming, like, never has been one of the, like, income, you know, like, high income sports. I feel like we always kind of, like, I don't know, feel like, castaways <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, basketball and, like, football and stuff. Um, I think, like, at least UVA, like, people definitely like have a lot of pride in our swim team just because we have been doing so well recently. Like there's always like comments about their like, like basketball and football, like really need to step it up or something like that, you know? Um, but to make it more popular, I definitely think like TikTok and stuff like that helps just to like do like cool swimming clips that like go viral. And then people are like, Oh wait, swimming is actually kind of like an interesting sport to watch. Um, but it's hard to say what would really make people like diehard swimming fans if they haven't actually swum themselves. Um, feel like, you know, there's not really like a, I know like ISL was a thing, but like it wasn't like no one had like personal ties to those teams. Um, like I was never like, Oh my gosh, like the Cali condors, like that's, you know, like, um, I had no ties. So, I mean, like, if there was, like, a league of some sort where people could actually, like, form, like, a relationship with the team and, like, have a commitment to them, to watching them, I feel like that would be, like, really beneficial for us. But I just, like, don't – I don't want to be in charge of, like, making that happen, I guess. I don't know how, but, like, somehow people need to, like, you know, like, feel, like, a part of the team. Um Cause like at college it's easy, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, swimming just like, isn't like the main sport that like people will like actually go to a college for. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. football, they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to go to sec school to watch the football games. Like they don't come to Virginia to watch the swim meets. So like, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess somehow like a relationship needs to like be formed between like, Random right. people and some and like swimming. I I think it comes down to people like you. I think people love speed and and the, to be the fastest ever. I mean that's why we watch track. The hundred meters and marquee event. You see Bolt going. You know, nine point five. Um, the fifty three for women is 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 the marquee event. It should be for speed, but it it hasn't been that fast compared to the world record. It, I mean, Sarah went. What twenty three six? You break yeah. twenty four, you win a world championship. You break twenty four, you win an Olympic gold. I think Emma went twenty three eight to win the gold. Sarah went twenty three nine to win the world championship. But the world record is still twenty three six. What's it going to take to get that world record? What's it going to take to to get more fifty three for women in the twenty three range long course? Yeah, I mean, that's. I don't know, like how long that'll take. I definitely think. You know, it, it's important to set like really like high goals for yourself, and like I don't, I think Todd is like really shooting for me to try to do that, um, which is really cool. Um, and I'm gonna need a lot of like his own input because the 50 free is all about the minor changes. You know, it's like very small drops, um, and I think like someone's just gonna have to like. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to take. The you broke 21 a couple, a few times. Get under the 24. What's it going to take? And, you know, the, and the, for the guys, it's breaking 21, right? Getting more right. people going 20 point. You go 23 mid. That's a world record. 23 high. Mm -hmm. That's a, a Olympic gold these days. Yeah. Eyes on you. No? That, I mean, yeah. that would be amazing. I'm going to work for it. I don't know. You know, a lot of it is strength, like weights. And I know a lot of people, especially in sprint events, are like older and they've already like experienced that. But like for me personally, like this is only my second year doing like heavy lifting. Um, and I think that like at least this year I saw like huge improvements because of that, like strictly because of that. Um and like I'm really excited to see where like my progression in the weight room takes me. Um and hopefully hopefully I'll see that pay off this summer as well. So Hey, I'm curious what you think about um like the I feel like the men's fifty free took a big jump and then we're still waiting for the women's to take a big jump. And I don't mean that um in any sort of negative way, but what I mean is like Eight, the there was kind of the 19 barrier and like there were some women who had gotten under 22 and then the men got up into the 18s and then the women had, were kind of like at 21s and then the men like jumped to 17s and then the women are in the 20 points I'm, I'm curious if like how long do you think until there's somebody who goes 19 I was actually talking to this uh talking about this with Todd at NCAAs and I was like when do you think like that would ever happen? Um, obviously, I think it's going to be in a relay start first mm. um, as a split, and I think that actually like isn't very far away. Like I yeah, would say, like yeah. a two years, like three maybe. Sure. Um, I think that's like definitely the first thing. When someone goes a nineteen, though, I I feel like there's going to have to be like some like pretty they i mean i don't know like it's definitely um you know like dna advantage you know like your body like i clearly am made to like be a sprinter like i could never mm -hmm. do long distance stuff um but like just the way like we were talking about michael phelps like he was just like at a biological advantage with his like long arms and like long torso and stuff right um, but it's gonna take someone like with something like that i think some like crazy out of this world like advantage or something or something about the sport is gonna have to change i think because 19 seems like out of this world but so did 20 so who knows i don't know i don't know you know it, 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 maybe it's biological maybe it's just a, a training to be able to do something that was unheard of before so in a long course you know people didn't do a straight arm 50 free long course until you know, 50 20 years ago people didn't hold their breath for the whole 50 in the early days of the 50 free day. you can't hold your breath for us you can't do straight arm so maybe it's some sort of like that's what what do you think it is that we do that christ if we did that how fast but you know how hard that's going to be like it's a i don't know let's think about it it's to work hard and be able to do do what you do in your 100 backstroke you go 15 off all three walls four walls crazy yeah i mean Maybe know. if they extended the 15 meter mark rule, then <laughs> it would happen quicker. <laughs> There's also changes with the, the pool technology and stuff. I mean, yeah, true. obviously with like the, the kickback starts on obviously backstroke are, are yeah. more new, but that wasn't that long ago. At least didn't seem that long ago uh, on the regular starts, which helped, I think, propel a lot of the, the 50, 50 times. So, yeah, you know, we'll see what, what else happens in, in that world too. Yeah. Okay. A few rapid fire questions and we'll let you go. Good. What's the hardest race in swimming? 100 free. I have 200 free long course. Hmm. Olympic gold or world record? World record. Yeah. Do you pee in the pool? Yes. Who's the fastest underwater kicker in the world? Me. <laughs> One piece or two piece for training? Two or one piece. Sorry. Greatest summer league snack. 
goldfish all day the big tub right whatever or extra <laughs> extra cheddar extra oh cheddar. extra cheddar okay we got it favorite sporty print or style um well yesterday i wore my catalina one which is the leopard print with the blue <laughs> so maybe that one um, if UVA did a highlight reel of the swim team training, what's a dry land or weight room exercise you would not want them to show you doing? Oh my gosh, so many. Uh, maybe just, oh gosh, I'm not very rapid fire with this one. I, I don't like being filmed when I'm in the weight room. <laughs> No, like bicep curls. None of that, actually. <laughs> well, come on. It's spring break. You're probably just getting ready for it. No. <laughs> okay. What, what's, uh, what type of TikTok video are you most likely to share? Just like a funny voiceover with my friend. Like me make. Uh-huh. Oh, you make or share. Whatever. Yeah. Like it's, well, I, I use to do dances a lot but I, I like the voiceover ones where you like make a meme out of it all right last one how often do you guys do social kick uh one group does it every single day i do it at the end of practice actually every day hell yeah that's what i'm talking about yep and we do it every day as well oh yeah gretchen thanks so much for hanging out with us it's super fun to get to chat with you yeah thank you guys this was fun Right on. All right, gang, that's it for this episode of Social Kick. We'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're enjoying Social Kick, tell your friends about it. And be sure to tell us what you liked by leaving a comment and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Social Kick. And you can find all of our content on our website.